What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Cheston Podcast. How's everyone doing out there? I just want to get it out of the way. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone and all your families because this episode is going to premiere the week of Thanksgiving, so let's just get it out of the way. But let's just go ahead and get into the hot topics for the week of November 14th to November 20th. All right. NME reports Jerry Springer is, quote-unquote, so sorry for his talk show. All right, so for those who don't know who Jerry Springer is, which, I, I mean, well... Probably Gen Z really don't know. Um, well, I don't know because um, his show, the Jerry Springer show, was canceled in 2018. So you probably did get a chance to see it. But for those who don't know, um, the Jerry Springer show, it ran for nearly 30 years. And um, it has over 4,000 episodes. Uh, the show featured guests airing their problems in relationships and family life in front of a live studio audience, which is, it's like the pioneer of reality TV. Like, that's probably like, that and cops in the real world are probably like the pioneers, like the very first people to do reality TV. Um, now, <clears throat> one thing I found crazy when I read this article is that in 2002, one of the show's guests, a woman um, that went on the show, she revealed that she was sleeping with her ex-husband without the knowledge of his new wife and was murdered. And the, the couple, which is the ex-husband and the new wife, um, were they were convicted of murder. Right. Crazy, right? Um, but Jerry, he goes on to say, quote unquote, um, he says, I just apologize. I'm so sorry. What have I done? I've ruined the culture. And that's interesting that he says that. I mean, did he really ruin it? I wouldn't say he ruined it, but he has had impact on the culture. I mean, it, without the Jerry Springer show, there wouldn't be no Bad Girls Club. There wouldn't be a Zeus network. Like it literally um, was one of the first to have like, I don't want to call it trashy TV. But I know a lot of people consider it trashy TV when, you know, people are fighting, you know. So um, it definitely was like the pioneer of that. It like definitely started all that. So um, I don't think I want to say he ruined it because I feel like if Jerry Springer didn't do it, somebody else would have came up with the idea and did it. He just happened to be the first. So um, but I get I get what he's saying. He's saying like he feels like he ruined television because, I mean, today that's all you see is like everybody wants to see fighting i mean like the whole zeus network is like based on fighting like all their tv shows are just people just throwing hands at each other like you know fist fighting so um uh yeah i don't i, don't, I wouldn't say he ruined the culture but he definitely had an impact and you know like i said before if he didn't do it somebody else was going to do it first so moving on uh rihanna tells e-news that she wants beyonce in her next savage fenty show that's like big big news i'm really like hoping and trying to mess manifest this to happen um what i want to see is i want to see beyonce rihanna and Nicki minaj together that would be awesome or all on the same like the next fenty show uh, that she has i hope she invites beyonce and Nicki minaj on there that would be so dope i'm really trying to have and manifest a holy trinity moment because <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of all three i love you know i've I'm, I'm a fan of all three's music i followed all three's careers from the beginning to now so it's just like that would be for me as a fan that would be a full a full circle moment to see them the three of them like you know do something together and I know that, you know, all three of them, you know, like, they, you know, they like each other, love each other, respect each other. So that would be really dope. But then I was thinking, I was like, so Rihanna has Savage Fenty and Beyonce has Ivy Park. 
So would that make it like a conflict of interest? Because, you know, they are like competing brands. But at the same time, it's, you know, I'm sure it's nothing but love. So, you know, everybody can, you know, um, get a piece of the pie, basically. So I, I hope she does it. I really do hope Beyonce likes, you know, but Beyonce sees and hears everything. So I'm sure she heard it. So I'm sure she's probably taking it into consideration to do it. So fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, Ticketmaster releases statement about tickets to Taylor Swift's Era Stadium Tour. Now, for those who don't know, Taylor Swift's Stadium Tour, which is going to be um, next summer in 2023 or next year in 2023 it kicks off in march actually so not summer springtime um for those who don't know she had a pre-sale that was coming up and um basically the pre-sale like crash like fans like so many people were going to the uh, the ticket master website trying to get their tickets that um it was they were put in queues a lot of people didn't get any tickets a lot of people are upset um so Ticketmaster, they state that there has been an um, historically unprecedented demand with millions showing up to buy tickets for the pre-sale and um, Live Nation now. OK, so you're probably thinking, why are you jumping from Ticketmaster to Live Nation? For those who don't know, um, Live Nation and Ticketmaster, they merged in 2010. So like they became one. And basically the Live Nation chairman, he goes on to say um, his name is Gre Greg Malfay. He says 14 million people were trying to buy tickets, um, quote unquote. They did sell over two million tickets. They could have filled 900 stadiums. That's how many tickets were like sold. That's a, that's the demand for Taylor Swift. Like she is like the number one artist right now. Like for real, for real. Like you just have to be honest. Like if even if you don't like her, you have to be real. She's like that girl. Like she's it's because a lot of people are not selling records like like the way really the only artists that are really pushing records is like pop artists and then very few hip-hop rap artists like if you've had some longevity in the game you're pushing it you know you're pushing numbers as far as rap and hip-hop like drake's always sells you know he had big opening numbers this week i mean not, not this week but this year with um her loss and his last project he's always making you know doing numbers but that's because he has a loyal fan base same thing with Kendrick Lamar same thing with Nicki Minaj um but as far as like who's doing the big 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 numbers it's like Taylor Swift um she's like just dominating like she really did she's doing her thing and as you can see millions of people want to see her on this stadium tour so this stadium tour is going to definitely sell out if they're if 14 people went on the website trying to buy tickets like he definitely so um Ticketmaster they had to cancel the public sale due to uh, extraordinary high demands and insufficient tickets remaining so they don't even have any tickets left for the general public like all the tickets went in the pre-sale so that I guess because that happened everybody's pissed that you know the, you know, the fans that did not get tickets are pissed and um which is causing people um to urge the department of just of justice uh to kill the merger between live nation and Ticketmaster. um um they're basically they're alleging that uh Ticketmaster and live nation are price gouging customers in addition to strong arming uh, artists and venues into accepting unfavorable conditions 
and everybody's accusing Ticketmaster of being a monopoly. For those who don't know what a monopoly is, um, it's basically which um, a single seller that excludes competition from providing the same product. So um, I guess Ticketmaster, but with this merger between Live Nation and Ticketmaster, it's um, I guess you know they have the bulk of the tickets for you know artist shows, and you know only people can go to them for those tickets. It's not like you can shop around for different prices. Like they they have you know they, since they've merged together, they have like a monopoly on the tickets. And people are feeling like they are, you know, jacking up the prices on purpose. You know, a lot of people are upset about, you know, this whole merger between Ticketmaster and Live Nation. But in the end, um, Taylor Swift, she has released a statement to her fans apologizing, you know, um, letting them know that she was told by, you know, Ticketmaster and Live Nation that they did have, you know, um, the tools and, and were able to handle, you know, um, high, de you know, high traffic, high demand um, traffic for the, you know on their websites when her tickets were you know going to be put on sale but that wasn't the case obviously um i just know that that t that concert is going to sell out and I'm, I'm sure you guys if for those who did not get no tickets i'm sure you can look on StubHub, but i'm sure the tickets are going to be like jacked up even it's like whatever you pay on Ticketmaster, it's going to be double if you try to go on like uh, you know StubHub or one of those uh resale um, websites where people take their tickets you know and they resell them but good luck to everybody that's trying to get to the um taylor swift's era stadium tour all right moving on the world's population reaches eight billion people eight billion that's a lot of freaking people i would have thought we would have reached eight billion a lot sooner but i guess i mean that's about right but um in 2011 the population reached seven billion people so that's 11 year difference i mean that's pretty fast, I would say. Okay. Um, but scientists, they say that the world's population is projected to reach 9 billion in 2037 and 10 billion in 2058. Um, they're saying that's signaling that population growth is slowly declining. Um, I can kind of see that with everything that's going on in the climate as far as you know, the climate, uh, the climate change, the whole global warming situation that we have going on. Um, resources are getting scarce. The cost of living is going up. So people can't really, you know, it's really hard to, I mean, unless you're getting assistance from the government, it's really hard to, you know, um, to raise, especially with everything that's going on. Rent has gone up. Food is going up. It's just, it's like inflation, like a mug, okay? So I could see why people are like, you know, reevaluating if they even want kids. And I'm seeing that too. I'm noticing that too. A lot of people are um, choosing not to have kids. And I, don't, I don't know. Um, you know. Everybody has their own reason for that. So, I, you know, I don't know. But I'm just noticing, you know, a lot of people are, are choosing, you know, either, either to not have children or to wait like later in life to have kids. You know, there used to be a pressure that you had, you know, if you want to have a family, if you want to have kids, you need to have them all in your 20s. Personally, for me, that's insane. I feel like you're still learning yourself in your 20s. I mean, I'm not knocking it. You know, children are gifts from God. So, you know, they're blessings. So, I, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, you ruined your life if you had a kid. That's not what I'm saying. 
I'm just saying, like, for me, in my opinion, your 20s and 30s, you're still learning yourself. There's just so much that, you know, so much you have to go through to really become and comprehend um, being an adult. So um, I just feel like you're not fully there when you're in your 20s. Maybe when you reach your 30s, yes, but even then for some people, they're still not even there in their 30s. So they're probably going to get there in their late 30s going into their 40s. I, I definitely think by the time you're 40, you should, you should everyone should, you know, have a grasp on adulthood. And probably that's probably the best time to have children. But people will probably feel like they're too old or they, they feel like they, you know, I won't get to, you know, um, you know, I'll be old when my kid is like 40. So, uh, you know, a lot of people probably want to have kids, children when they're young because they want to, you know, um, grow up with their child, you know. It, it, everybody has their own different reasons for having children. But anyways, like I was saying, um, scientists are saying that the population is slowly de declining, which I think is, um, I mean, it makes sense. Because of, like I said before, everything that's going on. So maybe people are just like really, you know, evaluating and really thinking about, you know, um, having a child before, you know, actually executing the, the decision. But um, yeah, 2037, that's like 15 years from now. So we're going to reach 9 billion people. It's projected uh, 9 billion people in 15 years. And then you have. 10 billion in 2058 which is like that's like whoa okay so what that's 36 years 52 because yeah that's 36 years from now so it's projected to be 10 billion 36 years which i think was crazy but it is a decline because if we did 7 billion to 8 billion in 11 years then we should be at 9 billion in 2032 and 10 billion in 2042 so obviously there is a decline. Okay, moving on. Page six reports Chris Brown claims American Music Awards canceled his Michael Jackson tribute. Yes, the team behind the American Music Awards, they canceled his tribute to Michael Jackson at the very last minute. Um, the performance was a uh, 40th anniversary. Well, actually, uh, it was... Uh, well, actually, this month is the 40th anniversary of the Thriller album, so that was what the tribute was for. It was to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the iconic uh, Thriller album. But Chris Brown, he says that the performance was, quote-unquote, uh, quote canceled for reasons unknown, so he don't even know why the performance was canceled. Um, but people are assuming that it's due to the altercation he had with his ex-girlfriend, Rihanna, um, that was so public. And, yeah, I'll get to that in a minute, but let me continue on. Um, last year, and also Page Six is reporting, you know, they're making it known that last year, uh, Chris, Br like, they're, they're listing these things probably to say, like, this is probably what played a part into why they, you know, pulled out of the performance. So let me continue. But um, last year, Chris was accused of hitting a woman during an argument in his L.A. home, and um, he was sued. He was also, and then he had another incident um, where he was sued earlier this year for allegedly uh, drugging and raping a woman in Miami in 2020. And um, Chris Brown, he has responded to the both of those, in, well, all allegations and, and well, accusations. Um, 
he's all all of uh, his response to all of that is you know quote unquote cap meaning you know not true um but the flip side is that he actually won the favorite uh r&b male award at the 2002 uh i mean uh, 2002 i'm sorry at the 2022 american music awards which was this previous sunday that just passed um and the crazy thing is i i didn't watch the ceremony because i'm 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 sorry i'm over these award shows i feel like the 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 you know it it's just dead it's it's like it's nobody cares no more nobody wants to watch these award shows and on top of that these award shows like majority of them if they're not fan voted they're definitely like people are getting paid under you know there's money being exchanged under the table like these awards are bought especially the grammys but we're on the american music awards so let me go ahead and continue so he won the award and i saw the clip of you know kelly Rowland. she presented the award and he, she announced him as the winner and the audience booed which was crazy like i didn't even know that there was still uh like a a disdain for chris brown like i thought you know, i don't want to say you know people got over it because some people are not over it and i mean I mean, I don't really have an opinion on it. I mean, I I don't want to re you know bring up something so old. So it's like it happened. If you know Chris Brown and Rihanna got past it, I feel like everybody else should probably get past it. But I mean, you know, everybody has their own feelings. Everybody's their own person. So I guess you know that situation could have triggered something in somebody. You know, you don't know if somebody you know her fans or you could could have had their own um situations with you know domestic violence i don't know but um like i was saying before if chris brown and rihanna got over it people should be able to move past it but continuing on the audience booed and kelly Rowland, you know she basically had to check the audience she had to let them you know as she was speaking she had to be like excuse me you know let me continue like don't interrupt me but with your booze you know let me finish my thought and um she basically thanked Chris Brown for his contributions to R&B, which he should be thanked. R&B, you know, Chris Brown, I don't care if you don't like him. You got to give him his props. You know, he, he still is making his music. He still is, you know, um, in his element, do, you know, doing what he, he enjoys to do and continuing to, to do what he enjoys to do. And people, you know, he has a fan base. So, I mean, people are still supporting him. So, I mean, you got to give him his props, like give him his flowers. So, but, um yeah, I I just uh, I think it's it's I mean award shows are gonna do what they want to do, you know they only use these artists so they can get the viewership so they can get paid, so I mean I don't know why I I think people would have definitely tuned in you know tuned in to watch that um, you know tribute for the 40th anniversary for Thriller I mean that would have been dope. Um, but then on top, you know, the flip side of that is that I'm also hearing that people are saying the allegations that were made against Michael Jackson about the whole, you know, molestation thing. They're saying that's probably another reason why they pulled it. I mean, the AMAs have not officially released a statement as of yet. 
So, but I will definitely continue to follow the story if they do come out with a statement or if we do get a reason why, I'm definitely going to say it on the next episode. But on this one, um, all we know so far is that they just pulled the plug on the performance and Chris Brown, he he doesn't know why and he's upset about it. But um, I don't, and then hearing, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, so when he won the award, they booed the award. So do you think he would have been booed if they did it, you know, he did his performance? I don't think so because I think he would have did such a great job that everybody would have been like, oh, my God. He would have got probably a standing ovation, definitely a lot of applause. But, you know, easing on into the next topic, um, we're going to go ahead and get into the 2022 American Music Awards. Just a a few highlights. Like I said before, I didn't watch it. Um, Like I've said over and over again on these episodes, I feel like the, you know, the award show is dead. It's done. They need to just, you know, hang it up. It don't even need, need to be broadcasted live anymore. I think they should just, you know, could probably continue on with them, but just put them on like a streaming, you know, a streaming service. The BET Awards can go on the BET Plus app. The MTV Awards can go on the MTV app if there is one out there. I don't even know if there is an MTV app, but it can go in there and people can watch it. I'm just saying, you know, move those things to that because I feel like nobody is paying attention to award shows no more i feel like it's declining um like nobody really cares um but moving on taylor swift she was the big winner of the night and she won six awards including artist of the year so she like i said she's dominating taylor swift is like it's like another year (laughs) another another year down another dominated year for her um Nicki Minaj, she won Favorite Female Hip-Hop Artist. Congrats, Nicki. Um, she's the only female ra- rapper to win an award that, uh, you know, that night. And she also extends her record for being the most awarded female rapper in AM, you know, American Music Awards history. So congrats, Nicki. That was really awesome. And then Kendrick Lamar, he won the Favorite Male Hip-Hop Artist. Congrats to Kendrick. That's awesome. Um... And those are really the highlights. That's all really I was paying attention to, or, um, paid, paying attention to the award show for. Everything else, eh, it's all the same. Nothing new. Um, there really were no performances that stood out. I, you know, I, I can't tell you any. It just, it wasn't a good show. It wasn't. It really wasn't. I feel like nobody showed up. There was no real celebrities there. Um, yeah, it, like I said before, the the... The age of award shows are definitely, it's about to be sunset really quick for award shows. I think it's over. Because if you notice, it just seems like the viewership for award shows, they get less and less every, um, <clears throat> every, every year. The You know, the viewership, the numbers go down more and more. So it's like nobody is like really caring or watching them anymore. So like I said before, you know, it's the age of, you know, award shows are dead. So they're going to have to pretty soon figure out how they're going to keep on, you know, broadcasting these award shows since nobody's watching them, if we're going to be honest. But um, that was all the topics for this week. Make sure you subscribe, share, and like on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and YouTube. Make sure to follow the Cheston Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Um, A new episode will be up 
upload it next Tuesday. Thank you. Peace.